The Money Show. Business Unusual. And Business Unusual is brought to you by Workforce Staffing. Imagine if your business could free up its core resources today. Focus on essentials and let Workforce Staffing spearhead your flexible staffing requirements. Tonight, speaking about the refrigeration business, and uh, you know this, uh, businesses that rely heavily on refrigeration for the day-to-day operations are aware that costs run very high and sometimes budgets are tight. But what many businesses don't realize is that the refrigeration infrastructure also presents opportunities for additional cost savings. Recovered waste heat can be used to provide energy to run other operational elements within the business at a fraction of the cost. I thought, well, this is interesting. How does this work and how does a fridge actually work? Darvi Creel, it's head of business development at EP Refrigeration. They're a division of energy partners and also part of the PSG group of companies. Darvi joins us now. Darvi, hi. Good evening. Welcome to The Money Show. Good evening, Ray. All right, help us all out here. How does refrigeration work? What is excess heat as well? But a basic fridge, I mean, it's lovely. We open, we close it, we take the cold one out. But how does it work? Yeah, that, that um, uh, it's a bit of a technical subject. But in, in principle, uh, we've got uh, refrigerant gas circulating through the system. And that gas is circulated by that little black compressor you see at the back of your fridge if you if you ever look in there. Um, and, and basically, you take the heat from the inside of the fridge. It doesn't feel like heat, but it, it, it's heat. Um, uh, with this gas boiling inside the pipes inside the, the fridge, and then base, and, and you, ex, you release that heat at the back of your fridge, you'll see there's a little radiator there, black radiator. And that's where that heat is released that you're taking out of the fridge. So you're basically cooling the inside and you're heating the outside. And that gas then gets recompressed by uh, the little compressor um, at the back. So it's a, it's a closed loop system and boils in the inside and it condenses on the outside. Um, that's basically your, your refrigeration cycle. Okay, so all right, so you've created cold on the inside and hot on the outside. This excess heat, now what can you do with it? So so that heat is, as you know, in your house as well as in large refrigeration systems that's used in abattoirs or food processing facilities or dairies. Um, that heat is at a temperature which is not really that hot. If you put your hands on that um, uh, radiator, you know, you can feel it's hot, but it, it's it's not really the extent where you can cook food or, or, or use the heat. And that's why we call it waste heat. It's a low quality heat. Um, a part of that in refrigeration systems, the, the, the part that as it leaves the compressor is, is actually quite useful. It's around about, uh, say, 55 to 60 degrees. And with that kind of heat, you can shower. You can wash your dishes. Um, so, so in the industrial environment where, where, where you are processing uh, food and you are, are you know, making pies or whatever you're doing, um, you, you need hot water for cleaning purposes. You need hot water for washing purposes. Um, and also, um, if you have staff, uh, hand washing, showers. So there's a, a lot of that we can do with that high quality heat uh, on the low quality side that's the that's the heat that's just above ambient um, that's where the majority of the heat in the refrigerations 
systems are, are uh, you know released back to the atmosphere. Mm. That heat we can we can put another loop in what we call a heat pump, and that's actually being used in Europe now quite extensively, where where they have heating requirements, for example, inside buildings a lot more than we have in South Africa. We don't need a lot of yeah. heat um, in our environment, and you can call it pump it up with a little bit of extra electricity and so you put one part electricity and you get roughly four parts of it um, at a useful <clears throat> temperature around about 70 odd degrees centigrade okay is it quite expensive if you have to put the extra piping on and the extra equipment on yeah, I mean, it, it, there is a capital cost to that, but at the price of electricity today, I mean, the payback um, are usually in, from from what we see, you know, it's four to five years, depending on what you're paying for electricity. I mean, not everybody pays the same in our country. Um, and and uh, really depends with what you're comparing it. Now, if, if you have, if you're a, a big um, dairy uh, uh, factory, you might have a coal boiler. Now that that the heat from a coal, coal boiler is really cheap, around thirty cents per kilowatt hour, compared to say an industrial uh, tariff for electricity, one hundred and fifty. Now, um, if I can use get four parts of heat for every one part of electricity I put in, my cost of heating comes down comparable to coal, and obviously it's much cleaner. I don't have a stack, um, you know, with um, uh, uh, smoke going up uh, into the atmosphere and it's a sustainable way of, of, of doing it. Yeah, it's actually quite interesting. You spoke about Europe. Is anybody doing it here and where are they doing it? Yes, I, it, it's done in the, in, um, in the, I think in the food industry, there's quite a few heat pumps being used. It's not as common yet as um, as I think it should be. And, and the thing that's going to drive it here for us is, is electricity prices. I mean, that, that certainly has, a, has an impact on bringing technology to the fore. Um, we, don't, we, we do use heat pumps. In fact, if you have your air conditioner at home and you switch it to heating, it becomes yeah. a heat pump. I mean, this is the same principle. So, so your, your aircon at home or in your office can either do heating or cooling. The cooling part we call a refrigeration system and the and the heating part we call a heat pump so um, in most of these small uh, refrigeration systems are both a heat pump and a, um, a air conditioning plant yeah. um, so so it, it's it's actually being done at a small scale quite a lot not at big scale that yet that much it's interesting because just hearing what you're saying and i'm thinking to myself many companies could get involved in this because a lot of people are just like me, and my first question to you was, how does a fridge work? Because a lot of people don't know. They just go and use a fridge. But now people listening to this interview can open up a company. They can get involved, and you can say to someone, right, hi, nice business you got there, nice fridges you got there. This is what I can do for you. I would think, Darby, there's a massive scope for business here. Yes, I, I think there is a scope for, for business development and for, for small contractors to, to actually start um, and, and, you know, start focusing on, on the heat pump side of things and, and go to their customers and say, you know, we can, we can save you money um, for, for fairly limited uh, investment purposes and, 
And even in certain cases, companies like ours, energy partners, I mean, we invest the money for our, for our partners, our, our clients, and we, um, we say, we'll put the heat pump in and you just buy the heat from us and, and that heat will be cheaper than you can produce it um, at the moment from, for example, from uh, element system or uh, even um, if you're using HFO or diesel for, to, to generate heat, I mean, this will be cheaper. It certainly sounds it, and I'm also thinking about ESCOM as well. If we can save them any sort oh. of uh, power delivery or anything by using that heat, that's another solution to stop this horrible load shedding. Yeah, that, that to a certain extent is true. You know, um, we, we will initially obviously be using the electricity to generate the heat. The real advantage for me, yeah, the way I see it is, if we can make our South African companies and our products and our export uh, fruit, for example, and, and whatever we export, if we can make that more competitive um, by, by lowering the cost of, of, of actually generating these things, I mean, that is good for our, our country as a whole. And if you think specifically about food and what's going to happen to food prices later this year, when when we, we know grain prices are going up, food basic cost is going to go up and... and, and they must, we must think innovatively about how can we provide food at a competitive price for the majority of our consumers who's going to have less money. Yeah, there are so many elements that go into this. Thank you so much, Davi Creel, Head of Business Development at EP Refrigeration. They're a division of energy partners and part of the PSG group of companies. It's really fascinating, isn't it? Think about that. You can use that heat, that resource for something else to maybe heat up your, your home. We've got a horrible winter coming, I would think. It's really got quite cold in Gauteng, also Cape Town as well at night. So you would need something, an additional resource, and perhaps that's it. So that's Davi Creel, Head of Business Development at EP Refrigeration.